Welcome to the Heavy Sweater Podcast. My name is John King. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If this is your first time listening, this is the Heavy Sweater Podcast, a deep dive into the beginnings of local Australian musicians and bands of the heavy variety. Um, first off, just want to get my shit out of the way. Um, thanks, a massive thank you to everybody that came out to the bright side on Thursday night. It was absolutely fucking incredible. Uh, huge thanks to Isolation, Salt Money, Harbour the Code, and Entrapment. Fucking killer show. Legitimately, uh, I'll get into my story one day eventually um, and my time through the scene and everything, but um, all the hard work that goes into being in a band, uh, like I've spent three years building Shokan and finding the right people and writing and recording and late practices and obsessing over this project and um the last three years every single second of that was worth it for those 20 minutes of playing uh and yeah just a huge thank you to anybody that came out and watched us uh huge thanks to all the people that saw us there for the first time or heard about us there for the first time and followed us on social media afterwards it was fucking sick and a massive thank you to isolation for having us Anyway, enough of my shit. Uh, this week's guest is Josh Wessling of Joy in Motion, a killer Brisbane band with uh, their roots heavily in heavy music, especially um, Josh and Jake. We get into Josh's beginnings in the heavies and his like journey through his old band First Sight and how he came to join Joy in Motion. And then we get into his comedy uh, and how that came into his life. Joy in Motion also dropped a sick EP earlier this year called Stardust, so go give that a listen wherever you listen to music if you haven't yet. And with all that being said, it is Wednesday, and you know what that fucking means. I'll tell people what that means one day. Um, If you know, you know. (laughs) But it's Wednesday, and you know what that means. Hey, what's up, G? How you doing? Yeah, not too bad, man. Not too bad. Just um, just did a few uh, haircuts at home, and uh, now I'm chilling. Managed to score myself a beer, so fuck yeah. <laughs> Killer. Cool, man. <laughs> well, we'll just get straight into like everything with like heavies for you, and what's the, like, the first heavy band you remember hearing for the first time? All right. So if we really go back to you know, what got me into more alternative music. Um, you know, I was raised on my dad's music. Okay, cool. Know, which is like, which was like, you know, like ACDC, Led Zeppelin. And like, you know, say what you will about bands like ACDC. They're one of the greatest bands of yeah. all time. You know what I mean? like, I was kind of talking to someone about this earlier, but in reference to Illmatic by Nas, in that okay. if, you said to, if you said to someone uh, that Illmatic is the greatest rap album of all time, no one would be able to argue with it. Like, like people might have different opinions, yeah, but no one would be able to argue with you. And ACDC have like five albums like that. Okay, you know, if you if you said like, what's the greatest rock album of all time, and you said like Highway to Hell, Back in Black, or whatever it is, like no one can argue. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like that's that's just facts. Yeah, but yeah, so that's what sort of got me started. Um, first song I can really remember being my fir- my favorite song was um, Pretty Fly for a White Guy. Okay. <laughs> Sick. Uh, actually, do you want to see what my first tattoo was, man? Uh, yes. I'll show you my first tattoo. One second. I'll go take my shirt off. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> That's so sick. That's a cool 13, oh. man. 
Yeah, so I've got a 31 on my shoulder. From yeah, super cool 13. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then, um, but then after that, uh, you know, um, I think I heard Good Charlotte in a um, in a TV commercial or something like that, and then my okay. parents bought me Chronicles of Life and Death. Fuck and, yeah! Um, that's that's the first time I can remember a band being my favorite band. Okay, so cool. Charlotte got me started that. But then, if we're getting into the heavies, sorry for the life story. That's um, all good, man. Into, <laughs> That's all good. If we're getting into the heavies, uh, when I was about 11 years old, 2005, yeah. uh, me and my family were on holiday in Byron Bay. Okay. And uh, we, we were watching Channel V. And um, this is a pretty classic um, first heavy band for people. Yeah. But uh, System of a Down's Chop Suey. Okay. Fuck yeah. And me and my brothers were watching this, losing our fucking minds, just going, <laughs> what is this? Yeah, sick. And then my brother ended up buying Toxicity, and the opening song, Prison Song, punched me in the dick. <laughs> it's just... Fuck yeah. Like, like, it's truly one of the toughest opening songs of any record of all Fuck time. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, just like that... Jun, 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 yeah. Hell. Fuck yeah. And then from... And then from there, uh, we went to our cousin's house a little while later, and we and she was always into alternative stuff. And we said to her, "Have you heard of this band, System of a Down?" Yeah. She said, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." And then she gave us this mix CD, and that mix CD had Parkway Drive, Alexis on Fire, oh, Under Road, yeah. Slipknot, Hawthorne Heights, Sayosin, like all these crazy, crazy fucking bands yeah. that like really have sort of shaped me uh, to this day. Um, oh, also. Shout out to Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. (laughs) (laughs) Hearing Gorilla Radio for the first time when I was about eight years old. Yeah. It was fucking mind-blowing. Fuck yeah. yeah. That's sick. um, Yeah, so like a mix of, you know, my dad's music, Good Charlotte, System of a Down, and that mixtape, and Tony Hawk's. Yeah, fuck yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's sick. That's so cool. Like, just like, it's always been in you to be into heavy music. Yeah. Yeah, like, like... I remember the first time I heard, you know, Parkway Drive, like, I think it was Smoke Em If You Got Them. Yeah. And um, all I could think was, holy shit. I didn't know double kicks existed. Yeah. I just assumed his <laughs> foot was just... <laughs> yeah, just single and, kick, just, like, going crazy. Yeah, yeah. Anytime I've heard anything, like, really heavy, my first thought hasn't been, oh, that's not for me. It's always been, how can I go further into yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. How deep does <laughs> this fucking rabbit hole go? Sick. Fuck yeah. And then, like... Where does like playing music come into play for you from the mixtape Tony Hawk and okay. fucking cool band um, music? <laughs> so um, you know I've been playing saxophone for a couple of years before okay. I got into high school. Um, I should whip it out again. I was actually pretty good at it. Um, and then <laughs> and then you know when I was uh, when I was going into high school, you know I'd really gotten into you know very guitar based music like you know Bull of My Valentine yeah. at the time was my favorite band fuck yeah and um i remember hearing hand of blood and thinking i want to play that i thought it was the most technical in hindsight now that i know how to play it it's it's not not (laughs) strings it's it's not even string skipping it's just one string yeah yeah like it's it's still a fucking killer song so i started learning how to how to play guitar uh when i was about uh 12 and so i'm i'm 27 now so uh I'm still not good. (laughs) (laughs) Same man. Yeah. Yeah, It it fucking sucks. It'd help if I practiced. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) um, Yeah, Definitely. You know, 
Like that's the difference between someone like me and my little brother. My little brother was um, he was in like Outlive and stuff. Okay, like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, proper proper metalcore shredding riffs. Yeah. And the difference between me and him is when we were teenagers, there wasn't a single moment where a guitar wasn't in his hands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. That was pretty crazy. Um, um, just stick to bass is way more fun. Yeah, it's yeah. So much more much, fun. Bro. <laughs> yeah. Oh, two notes, brother. Two yeah, notes. Yeah, always. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. Uh, first time I played in a band, um, I would have been 15 years old. Okay. And I had this shitty, shitty... Uh, we called it Grindcore. Yeah, I don't think it was yeah. Grindcore. <laughs> um, but you thought it was. We were called... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah. Uh, we were called... The, the worst part about it is... It had a sick name. This is okay. A great fuck name, yeah, right? cool. We we were called the Sunken Cathedral. Oh, that's so tough. That's so that tough. Is such a, na- named after the the, the Claude Debussy uh, piano piece, which is okay. often regarded by many people as one of the most beautiful pieces of music ever written. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we were writing songs about hermaphrodites. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I don't know why we had like three songs about that. That's crazy. It was so cooked, bro. Like we would have gotten so cancelled oh, so quickly sure. if we yeah. came out today. <laughs> yeah, but um, that was one of those bands that only existed in uh, two places. Uh, it existed in the practice room. And um, how old are you, man? Uh, 27. Okay, Okay. Yeah. so you're the same age as me. Yeah, yeah. You came up around the time of MySpace. Yeah, right? I, I love MySpace. Yeah. MySpace was oh, the best. Do you remember the period of time when it was more important for your band to have a MySpace than songs? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so 100%. it was one of those situations. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Uh, we'd, record, we, we'd all sit around a laptop, record our shitty, shitty songs, yeah, see. put them up to <laughs> MySpace yes. going, going, this is perfect. Yeah, <laughs> just, we're going to get signed. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, we legit thought we could yeah, get inside. Yeah, yeah. there was like no was knowledge, no knowledge at all. Nah, um, but yeah, that that band never played a show. Um, yeah, I've been there thousands then, of times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, after that, uh, twenty ten, just before I turned sixteen, yeah. I did this thing at the Queensland Conservatorium called uh, like like rock school or some shit, okay. which basically they get you know a group of kids to come together, make a band. Yeah. and record a song over the course of a week. Sick. And the band I was in, um, uh, it was with, uh, you know, like five other people. Uh, three of them remained, so it was me, uh, the drummer, and the singer, who um, incidentally became my girlfriend. Uh, okay. <laughs> pro tip, don't start bands with your significant others. <laughs> it's a horrendous <laughs> <No>. idea. <laughs> it doesn't work, man. It doesn't I believe work. it. Never been but there, yeah, we but were, I believe it. Yeah, man. Uh, so we were just like, we, we were a pretty mediocre sort of like pop punk outfit, like okay. you know, and um, it was okay. Yeah, it was okay yeah. at best. <laughs> uh, but it was it was the first time I'd ever played shows. So cool. you know, the first show we ever played was um, in uh, in Jim Boomba oh. in this uh, yeah, this <laughs> yes. terrible little hall. We played it to three of my friends and our parents and my grandparents, and that Sick. was our audience. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... But I mean, like, you know, it was fun just to, you know, get on stage yeah, for the first time, you know, at 16 years old, yeah. you know, just playing, like, this terrible show. And then, you know, we went on to play, you know, I think, like, four or five more shows before okay. I ended up just going, like, I, I, I... I couldn't handle being in a band with a singer anymore so oh, okay. i just went no i can't do this like you know, nothing against her she's a lovely person yeah. but again you know being in a band with your significant other works horribly especially yeah. after you break up <laughs> yeah <I believe> so, <laughs> yeah yeah um 
after that, um, when I was 17, um, I went to university and I studied music oh, at yeah. JMC. Uh, pro tip, don't study music at university. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I tried, but I got denied yeah. and it was probably the best thing that could have happened to me. Yeah, the more I think about it, the more I realize there's not a single job in the music industry that you need a degree for. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's not a single one that you need a degree <laughs> no, for. So, uh, and also, I went to a private university. Oh, and fuck. you know how... You know how private schools, it's all just like the elites? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Private university is different because they'll just take anyone. Oh, fuck. They'll take any <laughs> fucking dickhead. Okay, and uh, now I have a $70,000 hex debt. Fuck, man. For a piece of paper that says, you can sing. Yeah. <laughs> fuck, man. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, That's a bit the point of that is uh, I ended up starting a band uh, with um, Sean... Sean Pryor, who you might know as the bassist of Deadlights. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, we went to university together Sick. and we started this band together called Judy Dench. That's right? a very Named funny after name. the actress. <laughs> yeah, yes, so yes. Sick. Um, um, we'll get on to what the name change ended up being okay. in a moment. But um, Sick. yeah, it was very much like, you know, under oath, amity, affliction, worship, okay. that sort of stuff. So it was like us. Um, my friend Nate, uh, a guy that we knew, uh, James Bolton. You might have heard of him before. Okay, I think so. Yeah. And and this other this other dude called James was on uh, drums. And you know we were okay. You know we did we did a few shows. Yeah. Uh, you know we got a little bit of a following online. And then um, uh, we ended up uh, kicking out the drummer. Oh. Uh, I won't go. I, w I won't go into the reasons. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty yeah. dark. It's actually a pretty dark story. Okay. Um, but. Uh, we ended up getting uh, Nick Osborne on drums. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and then Nick joined the band and he said, all right, I'll join, but we have to change the name. I'm not going to be in a band <laughs> called Judy <Tench." laughs> That's so sick. And so, uh, uh, he ended up looking through, uh, I think it was the Devil Wears Prada 818 album or okay, something yeah, like yeah. that. And uh, we named the band First Sight. Okay, yeah. From I was going to ask about First Sight, yeah. Yeah, so um, Judy Dench became First Sight. Yeah. And uh, First Sight was the first band that I had that did anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that did anything of worth, that yeah. you know, got a following. Um, we wrote what I still believe is the best song I've ever been a part of writing, uh, okay. Headlights. Yeah. It's a, it's a song which haunts me to this day. <laughs> okay. Because it sort of became a meme to yell play headlights at me oh. <laughs> to the point yes. that I'll be on stage with joy in motion yeah, yeah. now and motherfuckers will yell out play headlights. Yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> the first time I played with joy in motion, fucking Jake, that dog, he, fucking, <laughs> he hashtagged the photo play headlights so on our funny. goddamn Instagram. That is so incredibly funny. Oh, but it is a great song. I don't really like the lyrics anymore, but it is a great song. Okay. Um, yeah. I was never a good lyricist. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, First Sight was the first band that really did anything. It's the first band that I toured in. Cool. Um, it's the first band where we did, um, you know, we supported like the Acacia Strain, yeah, yeah. Um, Heights, Dream on Dreamer. Yeah. Like, yeah, the first time I did shit like that. Yeah. And like, you know, so, you know, e even though the band, you know, never really truly took off I'll always that, you know have fond memories yeah. of my time in that band fuck yeah just such a, and yeah. from like seeing First Sight like before I had gotten into the scene you had done more than like most bands get the opportunity to do so like yeah. if, if that was the end some people would be like more than happy to hang their hat on just that yeah look you know um, 
I mean, the reason we broke up was because, um, you know, we were losing relevance in the scene and yeah. um, I was about to move to the States okay, for yeah, a year. Yeah. So we just figured, you know what, let's just rest on our laurels. Um, Sean's just joined Dead Blights, yeah. you know, and let's face it, he's the best part of the band. So there's no <laughs> point in continuing. Um, yeah, so, we, you know, we we played a couple of final shows. Um, the final show we did was sick. Yeah. Like, I, I, did, I don't think I sang a word of Headlights. Oh. Like I, it was just one of those things where where I just held the mic. Yeah, out yeah, yeah. fuck yeah. Just going fucking. So like you know, it, it was one of my first like rock star moments. Yeah, see that one right there. Uh, then um, I moved to the states for a year. Came back 2017, and um, I started up another band uh, with Nick Osborne. Yeah. Um, uh, which ended up to go on to become Greywood. Okay. Um. Yeah, I, I left before then um, okay. because uh, uh, Joy in Motion hit me up while we were still in the writing process of uh, what became Greywood. Yeah. And um, I think you'd seen me play bass at a uh, at a My Chemical Romance cover night. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he didn't know I could play bass. And then he hit me up a couple of weeks later and he said, hey man, do you like Never Shout Never? And I was like, they're all right. And he goes, do you want to play guitar for Joy in Motion uh, for a show? Yeah, yeah. And I said, fuck yeah. That's sick. So my first yeah. ever show with Joy in Motion was supporting Never Shout Never. That's fucking so sick. Um, yeah, so that was gnarly. Um, and then um, after that show, uh, their bassist at the time, uh, Pat, yeah. um, he said, yeah, look, um, uh, that was my last show with you guys. Um, he's actually my roommate now. Okay. <laughs> he's my roommate now. That's sick. So yeah, but um, yeah, he said, um, yeah, look, guys, uh, I'm I'm leaving the band. Um, I think he had some company that was starting to take off. Okay, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, uh, they said to me, uh, "Do you want to play bass? We've got this other girl, uh, Jesse, who's you know gonna join us on guitar. But do you want to play bass?" Yeah. And I was like, "Yeah, sure, fuck yeah, fuck yeah." And uh, yeah, I would have liked to have played guitar, but Jesse is a far better guitar. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. She fucking destroys me she's yeah. a musician for a living as well yeah okay so, fuck yeah sick yeah yeah cool. so um and you know like it's crazy to think about being enjoying motion because like you know we've had the chance to like you know we've played like red jumpsuit apparatus yeah fucking dangerous summer we played like good, good things, things yeah festival yeah um you know the, the irony is like i spent years playing in hardcore and metal bands and it took me playing in a pop band to play with my favorite band yeah. of all time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> It's interesting how that works. Or like you uh, leave what you're more passionate about to something that's a bit more commercially friendly, and it gets more attention quicker. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, solve that fucking mystery. <laughs> I mean, you know, it. It sounds like I sold out. No, I, I wouldn't say I sold out no. because I, I still love the music. Yeah, like, even though it's you know commercial pop as yeah. fuck, I I wouldn't be in this band if I didn't want. Exactly. It, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it's still sick stuff. Like. The gateway between like everybody's first like beginning bands aren't too far removed from what Joy in Motion is. So Joy in Motion could easily be somebody's gateway band to get to a band like Parkway eventually. Yeah. Or they just yeah. stay in there. Like bands like Neck Deep are still sick. Story so far still sick. Mm. State Champs yeah. still sick. I mean, if I can get even a single you know 16 year old girl into fucking real friends or some shit yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. through playing bubblegum pop music yeah no it's good stuff <laughs> if, I, if i if i can be that bridge yeah i'll, I'll be a very happy man yeah you know? Fuck yeah <laughs> we'll see and then i remember when joy motion started like in the very beginning 
and uh, I think Dylan was playing guitar at the time. Yes, yes, Dylan was playing guitar yeah. um, for Joy Motion before I joined. Um, he was like, you know, the guitarist for their first ever show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff like, like, which which I, I was there for. I was in the crowd. Oh, sick. I, I, I was at like a bunch of their first shows and there's photos of me in like the crowd and <laughs> stuff like yeah. that. And I remember when they supported Real Friends with, oh man, the biggest chip on my shoulder is that I joined them after, after that. <laughs> they, they supported Real Friends. Cause, like I've got a Real Friends tattoo. Dude. Like yeah. I love that band. Sick. And, um, but yeah, there's a photo of me in the crowd singing along to them and every now and again, Jake puts it up and says, fine, Josh, before he joined the band. <laughs> <laughs> that's so sick. So Yeah. That's pretty fun. Fuck yeah. So, like, Joy Motion obviously still, like, doing stuff. How's yeah, it? We're still doing yeah, stuff. like, obviously. But, like, how's COVID Yeah, yeah you been... fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. No, but, like, how's COVID, like, affected, like, your guys' progression? Because, like, just before COVID, there was, like, good things. Mm. Yeah, this is, um, this, this is just one of those things that is going to... There, there's going to be so many questions in my life that revolve around what if yeah um in regards to that because leading up to that leading up to covid we played good things festival yeah we supported dangerous summer yeah uh we play we supported uh hybrid theory which is a um portuguese uh lincoln park tribute band oh fuck yeah and we played to fucking 800 people at eaton's hill fuck. in february 2020 fuck. and we were just like holy shit like we were about to go to sydney yeah um fucking play down there we were just like this is gonna be our year we're gonna fucking take off yeah, yeah. and then the craziest fucking thing happened <laughs> yeah global pandemic but yeah i i think so i think all of us are gonna ask the question at some point just like what if that didn't happen yeah what if, you know we got to fucking keep playing you know because like you know Actually, both things I was doing, like, so I'm a comedian as well, yeah. like Marshall, yeah. right? And, um, you know, I was starting to do, you know, like half hours and stuff. I did my oh, first sick. headline uh, gig up in Toowoomba, Fuck yeah. uh, of all places, in February 2020. And, you know, like, that was such a crazy gig. I was only supposed to do like 30 minutes. I ended up doing like 40 just because yeah. I was having such fun with the yeah, crowd and sick. stuff, just chatting shit. <laughs> but then that all got put on hold and, yeah. you know, I felt like, you know, I'm not sure if it's me or if it's the bookers or whatever it is, but I feel like my comedy career is going pretty stagnant okay. at this point in time. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm still gigging. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm still, you know, I'm still driving to the Gold Coast like a fucking idiot every, <laughs> you know, every week for, yeah, nah, just to, it's kind of one of those, just a bomb in front of five people. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of one of those things. Just like playing in like bands and stuff, you've just got to like take the opportunities when you get them, and yeah, do the best much. you can. But what was your yeah. transition from like music to comedy? Um, okay, so I've always, you know, again, life story. I've always really loved comedy. You yeah. Know, growing up, you know, I was, you know, uh, <laughs> okay, this is gonna sound bad now, but the t the thing that got me onto stand up was Dad bought a Bill Cosby CD. Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Bill Cosby as a as an entertainer, probably one of yeah. the best to ever do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, say what you will, like, there was a reason he was considered, like, the greatest yeah. of all time. He just happens to be but, a horrible person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just <laughs> terrible. Yeah. And, um, you know, and, like, that made me... I, I, for the longest time, I just thought jokes were just, like, uh, why the chicken cross the road? Knock, knock, who's there? Yeah. Um, that was the first time I heard bits. Yeah. Um, 
and uh, and then I was like, holy shit, this is cool. And then mom and dad bought a Wayne or Woodley uh, okay. live DVD, and that was just like, oh my god, this is insane. Sick. And so I was just, and then um, when I turned seventeen, that's when I really got into comedy. Yeah. Um, but for a horrible, for, for, for a bad reason, okay. I got into comedy. Uh, I lost my faith. I became an atheist. Yeah. And um, and. Uh, for some reason, I just really wanted to listen to all the edgy comedians, yeah. and like, you know, so <laughs> I got into it through like Ricky Gervais yeah, yeah, and yeah. Jim Jeffries and stuff, and like, I'd go on YouTube. Here's the kind of loser I was: I'd go on a YouTube and look up offensive joke compilation <laughs> and shit like so that. Good. Yeah, fuck yeah. But yeah. Um, then I started writing comedy when I was about 19, so 2013, okay. and I'm thankful to god that i didn't try it for about four years because that none of that material made it <laughs> none of that material made it yeah, yeah. i think there's one joke that i kept um from that time and i tried it on stage three times and then i scrapped it because i realized it wasn't really funny it was just mean oh. <laughs> it was yeah. it was basically just about um i think if i remember correctly the joke was um is uh I always find it weird anytime the biggest loser comes on and they do the first weigh in and they're just like, and Shane weighs 200 kilos. And they're just like, why are yeah. you surprised? <laughs> yeah, Your car naturally turns to the right. Yeah. <laughs> like, like yeah, so. yeah. And then I just kind of realized, oh, that's just kind of mean. Yeah. It's a little bit like, yeah. like, but it was like sort of the first time I realized I could write jokes. And then um, when I was in the States in 2016, I was drunk one night and I wrote a status that said, no matter what happens next year, I'm going to give stand up comedy a go. And uh, then I woke up in the morning. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> too, many too many people have liked it for yeah, me to not do it. Yeah, sick. <laughs> fuck yeah. Well, at and, least you're um, willing to give it a try, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I never would have forgiven myself if I didn't try. And then I um, had my first gig in July 2017 at this tiny little pub in Nunda in front of, like, 10 people. Now, okay. like, like I said, I've literally played to thousands of people yeah. at this point. You know, like, I've, I've been performing since I was about 12 years old, whether it was, you know, you know, acting or fucking, you know, playing saxophone at School of Steadfords yeah. or whatever. I've been performing for a very, very long time to thousands of people. I've never felt more nervous in my life than standing in front of 10 people in Nunda. <laughs> yeah. To tell my funny words to. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's, it's all you at that point, man. Mm. There's no instrument to hide behind or yeah. anything. Yeah, 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 all you fucking musicians yeah. who think you break it and hide behind <laughs> yeah. some songs. Yeah. Dorks. Yeah. <laughs> Say things and try to make them funny for a living. See how you turn yeah, that. Yeah, try that. Like, the, the harshest part of comedy is that you get instant feedback. Yeah, yeah. You know if that shit is funny <laughs> or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> definitely, yeah. Fuck yeah, sick. Cool, and what are you finding like to be the biggest um, similarities between the two? Man, I was thinking about this when I listened to Marshall's episode. Okay. <laughs> he fucking he fucking hit the nail on the yeah. head. It's clicky as fuck. Is it? It is clicky as fuck. Like, there's not a single person I can think of that I dislike in the scene. Okay, yeah. But I think there's people who dislike me. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But, um... I, I do I do really love like doing comedy yeah like, in, in spite of that you know because like again like Marsha said I can go to a show any night of the week and at least a few of my friends will be there yeah, yeah. like like I'll know some people that I can catch up with and yeah. talk shit about <laughs> talk shit with not about yeah. sometimes about. <laughs> awesome man fuck yeah, yeah. Well, this has been sick I'm fucking chuffed with how this has gone 
Yeah, man. I'm, this is this is a fucking good episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pat yourself on the back. It's fucking sick. Yeah, fucking you, you fucking legend. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, have you got any comedy dates coming up? Uh, not at the moment. Not at the moment. Okay. I haven't really got anything to to plug in terms of uh, comedy gigs. Um, all the all the gigs I'm doing at the moment are just like I, I I'm writing. Okay. Still, yeah, yeah. You know what I yeah. mean. So like, I'm trying to write new material. So. I try not to invite people to my workshopping gigs, yeah, yeah. which of which there are many. <laughs> <laughs> Just invite them out when you're ready to crush. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If I think I'm going to crush a set, then I'll you know invite some people. Yeah, or if yeah. there's you know stuff that I think that I've worked on enough and I'm ready to show people I care about, you know what I mean? Yeah, fuck <laughs> like, yeah, see. yeah. Cool. And you know, if I bomb, if I if I bomb in front of strangers, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Who cares about you? <laughs> I didn't know you two minutes ago, and you're probably not going to remember me. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. it. Fuck yeah. Cool. Um, well, do you want to get into your top five favorite bands and we'll shut it down? All right. All right. Top five favorite bands. Um, first of all, shout outs to My Chemical Romance, uh, Real Friends, anything Frank Carter's ever been involved in. Fuck yeah. And Blink-182. Just shout outs to those ones. So they're honorable mentions? They're all honorable mentions. Fuck yeah, sick. Uh, oh, and, and Dropkick Murphys. Fuck well. yeah. Sick. I fucking love the Dropkick Murphys. Um... <laughs> My, um, uh, okay, I think this is the definitive top five. I only, I only really have a top two. Okay. And everything else is fairly interchangeable, but I think these are the ones I'm, like, listening most okay. at, at the moment. Sick. Um, oh, one, one more shout-out. Shout-out to Nerve. I fucking love Fuck Nerve. yeah, sick. Yeah, he's probably my most listened-to artist this year. But, um, okay, so number five, I'd say the Gaslight Anthem. Okay. I fucking love the Gaslight Anthem. Have you listened to them before? Uh, I think, like, maybe once or twice when I was going through my downloading as much music as humanly yeah. possible phase. Yeah. They're, they're, they're just such a great fucking, like, just twangy Telecaster Fuck Americana yeah. storytelling. Sick. Just... The Fifty Nine Sound is one of the best albums of all time. Okay, so, fuck yeah, I'll check like, it out. It's easily in my t- it's easily in my top ten. Fuck yeah, sick. Um, next after that, I'd probably have to say the Ghost Inside. Oh yes, I love the Ghost Inside. The that that live album they dropped this year, yes. so good. So fucking. Um, I've got good. a Ghost Inside. I've actually got a Ghost Inside tattoo. Same. Boom! Right there. Fuck yeah, uh, sick. Based on the song, Thirty Three uh, says, "When the record comes to an end, I'll sing it all over again." Fuck yeah! Um, I got fucking. I saw them. I got mine as well. Fucking. Oh yeah. shit! You got the logo behind you. Yeah. Hell yeah! That's killer, brother. Yeah. Um, the big one. Um, the, the I remember. Uh, I went to Soundwave twenty fourteen. Yeah. And um, I went to their signing, and this was half finished when I went there. Yeah. And so I showed them the tattoo fuck yeah and a couple of the guys started to fill it in with like text <laughs> and, and um and I almost said to myself like oh maybe I should just go to the tattoo artist yeah, and, those get that. and then I realized that we have been so yeah, fucking yeah. stupid yeah. so I think I was at yeah, that ghost. sound wave as well and watched the ghost inside oh dude they yeah. were so good it was man. sick it was, like, was it when it they was, played just before Dream on Dream on uh, I've got no idea. All I know is that they clash with Green Day. So yes. I watched the first song of Green Day, ran over to Ghost Inside, yeah. then ran back for the rest of Green Day. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I was at that. I watched Dream on Dreamer. I got punched in the back in Dream on yeah. Dreamer. Then watched Ghost Inside and then watched Motionless and White. It was so fucking... Oh, man. I, I fucking tell you what... Yo, uh, you've just uh, paused... All right, hopefully we come back. There we go. Sorry, you just, just you just... Froze. like Yeah, yeah, we just froze. Awesome. Yeah. All right. <laughs> this will be fun for the recording. Um, yeah. I was going to say, 
I was going to say... So, oh, yeah, I was going to say, fucking Soundwave 2014, in my opinion... I remember Soundwave 2013 was, like, the big one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, like, Metallica, Linkin Park, and Blink-182. Yeah, yeah. 2014 was my favorite. It was the best one. I think that was the best one. Yeah, you yeah. agree. Fuck yes. Yeah, it was so okay, good. So I, it was I like, knew you were a reasonable man when yeah. I... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was, like, him's last Australian show as well, and, like, Rob Zombie yeah. played... Dude, fucking I... I think I drank half a bottle of vodka and Red Bull before uh, going there at like eight in the morning. Oh, sick. And <laughs> the first band I saw was a Monomath. Oh, <laughs> and, yes. Um, <laughs> they were so good. And I was crowd surfing and um, they were playing Twilight of the Thunder God, uh, closing oh, with that. Yeah. And um, <laughs> the thing about Twilight of the Thunder God is that the intro sounds very similar to Valhalla Awaits Me. Okay. It's yeah, like yeah. it's it's got that the like like that that rhythm at the start, and just so I like start Viking singing along to Valhalla Waits Me <laughs> instead of <laughs> Twilight. Just like wrecked. That's so sick. Yeah. Uh, number three, um, I would have to say Frank Turner. Frank Turner okay. is a god in my opinion. Sick. He is literally my favorite musician. I think okay, he's yeah. just perfect folk punk sort of like just a british guy who's just yelling in your face about yeah, you know, fuck yeah just getting drunk and partying and heartbreak and stuff like um england i've got a i've got a little piece of art up in the corner there okay. of um england keep my bones uh, that was made by uh ryan sim who you might know as a former member of fire of waco and uh the gift okay. yeah yeah fuck yeah yeah so um Sick. he does really good art um I'm pretty sure he was in the band when Luke Gallows was in the band as well. Okay, so. fuck yeah. Gift yeah. Horse is like fucking sizey. Yeah, I think you said they were the best in Brisbane uh, or something. I stand by that hard yeah. as fuck. Like, uh, the Royal Oak Hotel, in my opinion, is probably one of the best songs ever written. I, I've, I'll be honest, I actually haven't listened to them, so oh, I might need so to get... so fucking good. I'm going to need to get behind them, eh? Yeah, they're fucking sick. Mm. Um, number two. Um, this is a fairly recent one for me in the number two spot, but... Lincoln Park. Okay. Lincoln Park are my number two band. Um, you know, I got into Lincoln Park in March 2017 um, because okay. some of my friends were doing a, uh, a, a Lincoln Park tribute show. Yeah. And, um, and they needed someone to rap and they knew I like rap music. And they yeah. said, hey, come and do this. And I was like, yeah, sure. And I ended Fuck up yeah. just falling in love with like Hybrid Theory and Meteora and yeah. stuff like that. Great. Um, like, I, I would say that even though Lincoln Park aren't my favorite band, Hybrid Theory is probably my number one album of all time. Okay. Fuck. And, um, but yeah, obviously, uh, Chester died, um, yeah. a few months later, God rest his soul. Um, and ironically, that caused me to play the best show I've ever played in my fucking life because, uh, we all got together again, uh, to put on a tribute show for him. Okay. And, uh, Was that the Phoenix? Crowbar. Oh, the Crowbar one? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so we played at Crowbar and we sold that bitch out. Fuck <laughs> yeah, sick. That was one of the most insane, crazy shows of my goddamn life. Fuck like, yeah. you know, I didn't have to sing if I didn't want to. I could just do that yeah, business, yeah. you know, hold it out to the crowd. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you this much. Uh, during the set, there was this drunk girl at the front of the stage. And, you know, I'm standing <laughs> on like, I'm standing on the fucking, you know, the monitors and shit. And yeah. she just starts to grab my junk. Oh, and I start, <laughs> okay. and I'm, I'm like, what the fuck? And so I swatted away because I just think to myself, oh, it's probably nothing. Then yeah. it happens again. Oh, the no, hand goes on the junk again, it. and I'm like, okay, swatted away again. A couple minutes later, happens again. I'm like, okay, this isn't an accident anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and like, yeah. and 
I mean, I wish I'd said something and called it out, but then, yeah. my, you know, my, all the toxic masculinity in my mind was just saying, you should love this, bro. You should yeah. love this. <laughs> yeah, but I was, I was yeah, incredibly yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> sweet, sweet irony, though. Um, I, uh, after the show, I go down to the bar and, you know, I'm having a drink and that girl comes along and she's brought her friend with her. Now, I oh. thought I recognized the friend. Turns out I'd matched with that friend on Tinder about a month ago, oh. <laughs> about a month <laughs> earlier. And uh, long story short, <laughs> I end up going home with that friend. So oh. uh, I think... Not, not the girl that... Mo- yeah, that was grabbing yeah. my... So, <laughs> yeah. so um, you want to know what the moral of this story is? Consent is sexy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I sure, think yeah. that's the takeaway of it. But yeah, yeah. Lincoln. It's, that's a very long way of saying Lincoln Park. Uh, and number one, <laughs> number one of all time, it's got to be Parkway Drive, man. It's got to be yeah, Parkway. Yeah. Like they have influenced me in ways I can't begin to say. Like the first show yeah. I ever went to in my life was June two thousand eight, Parkway Drive, Have Heart, Break Even, and Antagonist at oh. the Princess Theatre. And the Whoa. reason I love that, it's a bit of a flex, right? Because yeah. um, the tour after that was Sweatfest, and that's the one that, where they played at River, River Stage, and that's the one yeah, that yeah. everyone saw them for the first time. Yeah, yeah, on, yeah. You know, like, like that's where all the normies saw them the first time. Yeah. But I got in one earlier at a, yeah, at a place yeah. with no barricade, <laughs> the stage dive and shit, you know, 14 yeah. year old me losing my fucking mind. Yeah, fuck yeah, that's and so sick. I didn't realize how significant that would have been, um, you know, as a show. Yeah, but yeah, like Park- Parkway Drive, they're just like such a great band. Um, oh, I've got to tell you a story of backstage at Good Things now. Uh, um, so uh, <laughs> I see Winston, and um, I managed to get a photo with him, and like that's all good, right? You know, yeah. he's, he's just he's just a lovely bloke. Um, you know, he owes nothing to anyone. Yeah, and, salt but of yeah, the he, yeah, yeah. You know, he w- he was getting fucking food, and I interrupted him for a fucking photo like a goddamn yeah, yeah. idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he still did it. Fucking God bless him. And yeah. um, and then later on, I see uh, Jeff, Luke, and Ben all sitting down eating their lunch. And I go up to them and I say, "Hey guys, do you mind if I get a photo with you guys?" And they just kind of look up and they just go like, "Do you do you mind if we finish eating first?" And then I'm just yeah, like, yeah. "Oh, oh, okay." And I just kind of walk away, just feeling <laughs> yeah. like a piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, later on, I go bump into. Um, their photographer, uh, Third Eye Visuals. You know that guy? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I was in a band with him very briefly back in the day. Oh, um, uh, I, I was only in the band for like a month, so that's why I didn't mention it earlier. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I know the guy pretty well. And um, and I said to him, man, I just fucked up in front of Parkway. And he's like, what did you do? And I told him, and he's like, dude, that happens to them like 10 times a day. They're not even going to remember <laughs> yeah. you, bro. And I'm like, all right, that makes me feel better. Sick. But yeah, okay. um, yeah, like, you know, I've been listening since Killing With A Smile since I was about, you know, 11 years old. Yeah. And, um, you know, they just, they're just consistently amazing. I love all their albums. Um, yeah. Aya, in my opinion, is just metalcore perfection. Sick. And um, <laughs> like, like even, even more so than Horizons, in my opinion. Really? I th- Horizons isn't even, I don't even think that's in my top three really? of their albums. I think it goes Aya, Kawas, Deep Blue, Horizons, Reverence, Atlas. Really? I think that's my order. Yeah. Whoa, crazy. Mm. That's insane. You want to know what's even crazier? For a while there, Horizons was down the bottom. Really? Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. You, 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 you want to know what it is? It's Killing Whoa. With a Smile Part 2. 
That's okay, all it is. Yeah. Like, like yeah. I, don't get me wrong. I love it. It's in probably in my top 50 albums of all time. All their yeah. albums are in my top 50. But it is just Killing With A Smile Part 2. Yeah. All the that. other albums have something new that they brought to the table. Like, they didn't, yeah. they didn't do the Amity Affliction, you know? Amity Affliction yeah. found a theme and rolled with it. Yeah. Which, and ran whereas Parkway... Around. Yeah, exactly. Whereas yeah. Parkway have gone fucking crazy, done weird shit... Yeah. And that's why they'll I'll, they'll always have um, my respect as the greatest Australian band over yeah. Amity. Yeah. Probably the most influential Australian Absolutely. band. Absolutely. To like the modern metal in Australia. Mm. I remember watching the... Um, uh, have you watched uh, Viva the Underdogs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember going to see that in cinemas and um, just realizing, you know, it's not even a question anymore about whether or not Parkway Drive are the best band in Australia. They are. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're, they're the best band currently going. Yeah. Um, I reckon 10 more years, they'll be in the conversation of who's the best metal band in the world. Yeah. And then, you know, if they keep going after that, they could potentially even be in the conversation of who's the best band that's ever existed. But yeah, actually, yeah. Okay, I, I don't think that that's... I think Literally the best band that's there. ever... Yeah, the best band that's ever existed. Let's let, let's be honest. Let's not split hairs. It's the Beatles. The Beatles were the best yeah. band that ever existed. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but uh, I reckon Parkway Drive are going to start giving a lot of bands like, you know, say Metallica, Iron Maiden, yeah. ACDC a run for their money. Well, I think they're like, as much as like it should be like that early 2000s, like US metalcore, a lot of those bands aren't around anymore. And Parkway yeah. is the only band that's like still consistently slogged it out to the point yeah. where they're a festival headliner now. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, they're doing shit like walk and like you know. Yeah. I I don't think that they could support any band in Australia. Like like you no. know if like like you know even if like say Bring Me the Horizon came along and they said, hey Parkway, do you want to support? I feel like they'd say no. No. If anything, <laughs> like, like, I even, feel though, like even though Parkway would be bringing Bring Me the Horizon to Australia, um, I'd probably argue at this point that Bring Me are a bit bigger than Parkway worldwide. I, yeah, the US market for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. I just don't think that they can support anyone anymore. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, definitely not. Yeah, they're definitely up there with like the biggest current bands. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like no one can argue that at all. No, for sure. I think that sort of comes back around to um <laughs> what we were saying earlier. You know, no one can argue that ACDC are one of the best bands of all time. No one can argue that Nas, Illmatic, is yeah. one of the best hip hop albums of all time. No one can argue Parkway Drive, one of the biggest. <laughs> bands of all time. Yeah. Sick. As much as ACDC is not my vibe at all, but I know what yeah. you mean. Like they are like a hugely influential mm. rock band along pop culture. Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah, and you know, like I wouldn't say I'm huge in ACDC anymore, but they're still fun. I went yeah. and saw them a couple of years ago. That was so good. How was that? That was awesome. 2015. Um, they played at uh, Cusack. Okay, uh, fuck yeah. And um, yeah, I just had a great time. I went with my brothers and my dad, and um just a good bonding moment between us all um but oh you want to know something sad related to covid speaking of my brothers and my dad okay sure on my birthday last year we had tickets to go see to go see iron maiden oh fuck iron maiden with kill switch and oh, it was gonna, yes it was gonna be on my birthday <laughs> fuck, on that's so my sick. fucking birthday and my brother had flights from the northern territory to come down yeah and then it got canceled shut it down oh, it sucks man I love Iron Maiden. They're so good. <laughs> I haven't like experienced too much Iron Maiden. I think like in my two, like my thirteen, like age thirteen, Avenged Sevenfold phase, I listened to like their cover of an Iron Maiden song. 
Yeah. If you really want to get a great vibe of what Iron Maiden is like, look up um, Iron Maiden, The Klansman, live at Rock and Rio. Okay. That is, that's the first time I heard them. And um, there's no point in listening to the recorded version of that song. Fuck yeah. When that version exists. Cool. <laughs> I'll check it out after this. Yeah, check that out. That's a Thank recommendation you. to everyone who's listening to this. Check out Iron Maiden. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Sick, man. Well, In you case you didn't some... know who Iron <laughs> yeah, Maiden yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, the, like one of the biggest bands that's ever yeah, yeah. existed needs yeah. my fucking help. <laughs> They're like, thanks for the plug, bro. <laughs> I expect a written written letter from Bruce Dickinson. Yeah. <laughs> I know the fucking marketing. Name. I did for your goddamn band, you yeah. fucking poser. Yeah. <laughs> Sick, man. Well, do you want to hit your socials and socials for Joy in Motion and we'll just shut it down? Yeah, fuck. I got to I got to remember what the Joy in Motion fucking socials are. But um you can find me on um Instagram at uh Joshua Morshua. That's spelled J A W S H U A. M A W S H U A. I I think that came from like a series of in jokes when I first started going to hardcore shows. Okay. Just, just I think it's saying Joshua Moshua, but said like um, Husey. Joshua Moshua. (laughs) Fuck. I hate Husey so much. (laughs) But yeah, um, if you want to check out uh, Joy in Motion, uh, you can go to Joy in Motion Music on Instagram. Uh, You can check out you know you know Spotify, all that sort of shit. Yeah. Um, Facebook. Uh, we're going to be playing at Polar Fest on the yep. 10th of October at the Brightside, okay. which is going to be a sick show. I'm yeah, so excited for that one. Stacked. Dude, that lineup is crazy. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, they, they got rid of Take Us to Vegas, unfortunately, but they replaced them with Semantics. And yeah, yeah. I froth Semantics, dude. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> um, other than that, um, yeah, so just, you know, follow me on Insta. I'll generally, you know, sometimes I'll post, you know, if I'm doing comedy gigs or shit like that. Um, I should probably, um, I recorded an episode of a podcast that I'm starting back in the last uh, lockdown, uh, but I just haven't gotten around to editing it and releasing it. It's called, um, it's called Broken Record. It's about, uh, it's about bands that have uh, risky, controversial, or just straight up shit albums. Okay, fuck yeah. And <laughs> yeah, so like, I mean, for example, the first episode we talked about uh, the Linkin Park Jay-Z collaboration oh, EP, yes. which, you <laughs> yes. know, is a great EP, but when it yeah, came yeah. out, it was trashed yeah. by the reviewers. So that's what that is. Um, I should fucking get you on that at some I'd point. I'd love actually. to do one. That'd be sick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know I'm doing Gold Cobra with someone else. Uh, the link, the link, what which a is a terrible, terrible pile of shit. Yeah, and then I think I'm doing Machine Gun Kelly's last album as well. Oh, so, like, so just to give you like a full scope of the yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. albums, that's, it's not just bad albums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But cool. yeah, so oh, that's yeah. what I've sort of got going on. Um, now that I've plugged it on a different podcast, I should actually get around to editing and releasing it. So yeah, yeah. fuck yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right, sweet as I think uh, that's everything I need to plug. Cool man, sick. Thanks for doing the podcast. It's all good, my man. I had a fucking blast, brother. Awesome. Done. Another week. Done. Huge thanks to Josh for doing the podcast and for reaching out to be on. I'm super stoked with this episode. Came out really well. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, and that's how you normally watch this, there's no video this week. This was a Zoom one, but we didn't do a video. We did do a video, but um, in it, my connection drops out. So it was hard enough lining up the two separate audio tracks <laughs> in the back end of the podcast where it drops out. So I can only imagine the video 
would be a fucking nightmare. I didn't even attempt it. Um, I probably should. If I do, I'll upload it. But if not, then I won't. But yeah, uh, check out everything he's doing. Check out Joy in Motion, their EP Stardust is fucking sick. Um, if, if he drops his podcast eventually, I would fucking love to do an episode because I've got a fuckload of opinions that nobody gives a fuck about. And you can check out Joy in Motion the 10th of October on Polar Fest is a fucking sick lineup. Young Lions, Semantics, Aparte, Joy in Motion, and my fucking boys in Virtues. Super strong lineup. Uh, yeah, fucking support local music. Get out there. Get the fucking shows while we can. Um, and go listen to Headlights by First Sight. It's actually a fucking sick song. And I remember when I was starting my last band, Either Divide, um, one of the first drummers we like sort of tried to get on board was Nick Osborne. And um, he used to play drums in that band. And that was like one of the songs he showed us to be like, oh, this is like my stuff. And then... Like, this is what I played drums on, and yeah, it was fucking sick. So I remember it from then, and I hadn't listened to it in, like, fucking six years at this point. So I listened to it again. <laughs> it was fucking sick. And if you like what I'm doing over here with the podcast, share it, tell a friend, subscribe on YouTube, follow it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Podbean, wherever the fuck you listen to podcasts, uh, and check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Heavy Sweater Podcast, and... If at all you want to listen to my band, Shokan, we have a song called Rat Fucked. It's out fucking everywhere. We're putting out some more stuff soon. Some really cool shit. Some better songs because I've been working really hard. <laughs> so, yeah, come back next week on the Heavy Sweater Podcast for a new fucking episode. Uh, the rest of my week now is recording podcasts. So, yeah, thanks. Come back next week. <laughs>